welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 76 of Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Woo! Blah. My balls are chafed! Blah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Count and his adventures with his balls. They Always do magical things. Sometimes one is bigger than the other. Blah! Only sometimes? Only sometimes. It's mystery of testicle. <laughs> oh, good times. That sounds like a new Hardy Boys mystery. The Hardy Boys and the mystery of one large testicle. <laughs> <laughs> I'd read that. Did you guys ever read those like books as a kid? Hardy Boys? Hardy Boy Mysteries or like Babysitter Club? No. You know, I didn't either. I can't. I can't say as I read them as a kid, but I did end up reading like a shit ton in college because I was in a, a production of uh, the Hardy Boys and the Mystery of the Haunted House. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. uh, we were also in like a in the student one acts that semester. We we also did like this weird Hardy Boys one act uh, that was called the Hardy Boys and the Mystery of Sex. Okay, <laughs> and it, it, like the entire thing had to do. Uh, with the Hardy Boys being, like, kidnapped and tied up by Nurse Ratchet, who wanted to perform ridiculous sexual acts to them, and they were just, like, entirely confused the whole time. <laughs> there, there's, there's a ridiculous... Uh, I, I can't remember much of the actual dialogue from the show, but at one point, uh, my, my Hardy Boy, I was, uh, I was Joe. Tom Nicoletti, uh, Tom of, of infamous Tom fame of, uh, that you've heard of was Frank. Uh, and every five minutes during the show, we'd switch sweaters. It was swell. So, <laughs> but at, at one point I asked the nurse, what makes a hormone? And then we all just sort of deadpan to the audience. <laughs> Josh, I'm curious beyond time constraints. What, what stopped you from being in community theater in Austin? Because that sounds like a hell of a uh, lot of fun. You know, I I stopped it a long a long time ago. Um, I think more than anything, it was just I I got really I got really sick of the audition process. It just everything except the audition process is fun, and I don't really like auditioning. So uh, it hit a certain point where I was just like. You know what? Uh, I'm going to be behind the scenes. I'm going to make you special effects stuff. And then that slowly segued into toys. Okay. All right. Good to know. Mike, what's what's going on other than, you know, selling your soul to the hospital? <laughs> eh, not much. Just uh, lots of podcasting fun and uh, 
trying to work on some Pikmin stuff. Um, definitely taking me a lot longer than it used to because I'm now old and my wrists hate me. But it, it's coming along. I got some some cool work in the pipeline. Um, um, I sent, uh, sent some stuff to Josh today. It's at the point where I don't want to talk about what you guys have coming because the, the fun is a surprise. But the little well, that I've seen is cool. There are a few things that I can I can hype up in a minute, but I do have to give a, a ridiculous side note and say that, Mike, every time, I don't know why, uh, and I think maybe it's just because, you know, we're, we're all on headsets, mm-hmm. uh, and I can hear the extra emphasis of the P. Uh, every time you said something that was like podcast Pikmin's, I, I really thought you were going to say poop. <laughs> <laughs> I did that before the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mike. Mike, what have you been working on? Poop. Oh, doing a lot of pooping. <laughs> yeah. Also, also working on some stuff for poop. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's three that's times fair. a day. I'm healthy. <laughs> oh Lord, but yeah, just uh, lots of work. You know, because you guys want to know this, I'm on a diet. When you're on a diet, you eat high fiber foods, man. Holy shit! <laughs> Literally. Yeah, uh, the just you know eating a bag of popcorn. It's you know somehow more comes out than comes in. I don't I don't know how it's possible, but uh, it expands further. It does. <laughs> it, it's amazing. All that butter coating and holy shit! <laughs> it's Crazy. nature's superfood. Super lost, because it's weird. I've lost two pounds. Woo-hoo. Yeah, you know what my motivator was. I tried to try on the T-shirt that Josh got me, the uh, the Monster Hero shirt, and it was a little sh- mediumy. You know that term where it's like you, you look like you're wrapped in cellophane. <laughs> um, and I was like, I got to lose weight because the shirt's fucking awesome. Yep, uh, I've got all these shirts where it's like I need to wear these. I don't want to get rid of them or like give them to some unappreciative shithead kid. Well, I feel like <laughs> generosity. It's like no, these are my T-shirts. Fuck you. I, I definitely have a bin of t-shirts like that where I'm like, okay, there was a time that I fit in these. There will be a time I will fit in them again, damn it. Yeah. You know, so it's like I lose weight or I get tapeworms, but one way or another, <laughs> I'm going to do it. What was what was the one on uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, South Bronx Paradise or something like that? With the, the parasite bars? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> there we go. Just go on the South Bronx Parasite Diet. Uh, uh, so good old aqua team yesterday or was it two days ago, two days ago? I don't remember this weekend, uh, cause time kind of bleeds together when you're, when you're past 40, I went to three parties in one day. So it was one of those things where it's like, it just kind of, you got invited to one party. We said, yes, then we got invited to another party and it's like, well, we'll do one in the morning and one in the afternoon. It'll work fine. And then my daughter got invited to a party for school. And it was like, well, it's her friend's party. We have to go to that, too. So it was just like nonstop partying for 13 hours. Mm, and oh, God, no. I told you guys about, like, we went to a, a Vietnamese and Puerto Rican birthday party. And yep. it was fucking insane for, like, an eight-year-old. Um, but that's, that's neither here nor there. I'm just like, I'm too white and I can't party that hard is what it boiled down to. But the second party, uh I, anytime I go to a big party, I usually find like the quiet corner and I slowly drift to that. And then like, you can come to me and talk to me because mm-hmm. if I don't have, if it's not like all nerds, I don't know how to function and I get nervous and I need to like go away. And 
I'm minding my own business. I'm just fiddling around. And Teresa's cousin, who she's the godmother to her son, shows up and she's like, so uh, my son, his birthday is in like a few weeks. We're going to his birthday party. He wants Transformers and I don't know what to do. And I, I, you know, I perk up like she's purposely talking close enough where I can hear what's going on, but she's acting like I can't hear it because she knows that like I'll latch onto it like a crazed animal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's never had Transformers before. And she's sort of just like talking to her friend about it. And I was like, I looked at her and I was like, I know what you're fucking doing. Fuck you. So now he's going to get like eight Transformers for his birthday. He uh, he goes to fr- he goes to school with this kid. Uh, I I got his his mother to just tell me like what's going on. His dad's a nerd, or somebody in his family's a nerd, and he's got like imports, like Japanese SH Figuarts, uh, hot toys. Like he's got a bonkers collection of action figures, and he's this my uh, wife's godson. This kid, birthday kid. It's his best friend. So he goes over there and he finally let him play with some of his Transformers. He thought they were the coolest thing in the world. Um, So, of course, immediately I like opened up my breaking case of emergency nerd stash. Uh, He's going to get tell me if this is too much for a kid's birthday. Um, I don't think it's enough because I don't think he has a variety. But you guys reel me in the Target Red repainted T-Rex. The Megatron, the red one from like a year ago. Um. Windcharger, I think. Hold on, I wrote it down. Where's my phone? Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, the the skeleton T Rex uh, transformer mm-hmm. from a few years ago, or like a year ago from from Legion. The fossilizer. Uh, what the hell? Like, heck is his name? Uh, shit. All right, so I got a Windcharger, the fossilizer, T Rex, Wasp, Payload tracks, wind charger, uh, waspinator, and that Black Panther, the repainted Chitara. Oh yeah, Not Ch- or Cheetor. Sorry, that's fucking Thundercats. Plus, I had an extra. I have a few extra. The smaller sound wave from Core Class, and mm-hmm. that green dinosaur skeleton. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, what's his nuts, Magoo? So like. In my mind, he needs more vehicles, but whatever. I guess that'll be for Christmas. I mean, that's a hell of a lineup, especially to start with. Yeah. Seriously. Um, he's like, well, I want Optimus Prime and Megatron and Bumblebee. And I was like, well, let me see what I got. Uh, so, yeah, that's what he's going to get. Don't tell me that around. If I'm within earshot, I know what you're doing, people. <laughs> They're assholes. <laughs> Uh, let's look at notes. I think that's new. What's, uh, I know, Mike, you did Basket Case. That was a hilarious episode. Playing uh, it, I guess. Ghoulies, did that just drop? Uh, no, uh, Puppet Master 2 is dropping after we are done recording this. Okay. And and then, uh, Ghoulies will be coming out next week. Exciting. Um, I watched Puppet Master 5 for the first time in, like, 30 years. Oh, boy, does that one suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually talk about that a little bit on the on the episode. Um, I I love Puppet Master two and three. Although watching part two critically, oh boy, there's a lot. There is a lot to pick apart. Um, but four and five, I liked when they came out. I have since gone back and watched them in the last few years. 
And uh, yeah, if you turn your brain off and just kind of watch, they're they're fun. But man, they're dumb. Like, I watched part four because I like the totems. I think they're it's cool to have villains for them. Mm -hmm. And then I watch like it's a cliffhanger. And I never get around to it to watch part five to see what happens. And it just they don't bother. They just Mm -hmm. (laughs) the guar guar puppet villain. They transfer his soul into another totem, which just is like it's a spray paint of like a leftover totem puppet. Mm -hmm. And it's just like they filmed a fifth movie when they weren't filming the fourth one on the same sets. It sucks. Yep. Yeah. It's just a waste of time. Um. Yeah, I've watched. I just wanted to, you know, for the next few weeks as I'm watching these movies, I watched the fan films for uh, Never Hike Alone. Yeah, Never Hike Alone Part Two, which is in the winter. You can watch them all on YouTube. There's a collection of all three of them, and they're really fucking good. I'll I'll be honest. We're uh, I've been kind of holding on to those in the back pocket for when we run out of Friday the Thirteenth films for Friday the Thirteenth. Because uh, we just did Jason Goes to Hell, and we we have, uh, what is it, another Friday the 13th, I think, this year. You have three right? lefts, right? You've got, yeah, one more Friday the 13th this year. And then Freddy vs. Jason. And then the um, remake. Well, the remake we, we started with. We, we did the remake. Oh. Like, that was, like, literally, I think, episode three. Okay. Um, but what we were talking about is uh, later this year, possibly just doing a month of all Nightmare on Elm Street. To kind of catch us up because we've only covered the first Nightmare on Elm Street. We haven't covered any others. So we might just do like two through five. And then we only have to do part six and seven before the Friday the 13th in uh, September on 2020 in 2024, which would be Freddy versus Jason, which fits because in the Freddy versus Jason timeline that takes place in September 2003. So if we're covering it on a Friday the 13th in September, it fits. Yeah. Well. You can watch these three fan films. They're kind of just one movie broken up, but they're fun. Um, yeah. I won't spoil anything because they kind of they don't play by the rules and they don't stick to. They have I can't tell you about it because it would just ruin it. But <laughs> right, uh, they do something different, but it's still you know they still kind of check the right boxes and it's cool. So uh, I, I like know, them. I know they got Tommy Jarvis back, so I was happy about. Okay, that. I'm not gonna. Then that's not a spoiler. Um, and it's tangential enough where it's like it could be canon. Yeah. Uh, so I like them. Uh, so anything coming raised by Reynolds, Mike? Uh, the I believe the Centipede episode is coming out on Wednesday. Um, and then we have a Super Gushers planned, um, which should be a lot of fun. And then uh, after that, uh, we're talking about possibly doing a weird science part two. Ooh. Ooh. Any time to the TV show? Uh no, no. This this would be like if it was made, you know, in the eighties or early nineties, like basically playing off the popularity of the first one. Awesome. So it would indeed be weird science to electric boogaloo. <laughs> yes. Indeed. They always have to be electric boogaloo. <laughs> it's a must. Um so who knows that we plug their shit and who doesn't? I I, I kind of have been thinking out loud. I think I know Josh knows that we plug Raised by Reynolds. Mike, you obviously know we plug Boogeyman's Closet. Yeah. Josh, you obviously know we we plug Pickman's Vinyl stuff. Holy shit, we do? We do. <laughs> um, but, like, does uh, Sam know we plug Jerry's Closet? 
Ah, uh, you know, I don't know. I know. Um, so it's come to this knows that we've plugged them a few times. Um, the Simpsons podcast and I'm trying to think who else has mentioned it. <laughs> I think that might be the only one that's mentioned it. Does Tara know that we plug her? Um, oh yeah. I've, I've told her that. Coffin dreams. Yeah. She was very excited about that when I told her. All right, Mike, because you know them better than I do, do you want to plug so it's come to this? Uh, yeah, if you guys are looking for a fun, family-friendly podcast, unlike uh, any of the ones we already mentioned, um, check out So It's Come to This, a Simpsons family podcast, where uh, two generations of Simpsons fans talk about episodes. It's pretty awesome. I haven't been a Simpsons uh, watcher in many, many years, but I love the show. Same. Yeah, I, I kind of stopped in the 90s like the late 90s i kind of stopped watching but um i've seen newer episodes with zoe and they still hold up they're pretty good yeah um so if you guys are looking for cool locally made golf clothing coffin dreams llc if you live in the aurora area like if you're making a run to the mattel store check out jerry's closet they're open on weekends they've got I mean, it's they're pretty much the the one stop shop for like DVDs, horror movie stuff, video games, things like that. Next time you see Sam, like ask if she knows because if she doesn't know, why the fuck are we doing this? <laughs> um, uh, no updates from Upstate Pro Wrestling, but if you're a fan of local wrestling, uh, check out Upstate Pro Wrestling. And if you're one of the Niagara listeners, they often are rivals against Buffalo's uh, Nickel City wrestling stuff so uh just keep that in the back of your mind if you like to watch the competition show and tell guys before cool? before that i i am oh. going to do a quick plug of uh there's there's a lot of pikmin stuff in the works oh. uh and get ready for assembly required it is uh if any of our many many listeners are in the Asheville, north carolina area uh it is february 4th and 5th at the Gray Eagle. That's a Saturday and a Sunday. It's the first weekend in February. I will be there in person hawking Pikmin's wares. Uh, I just unveiled the first true exclusive for the show, uh, which is a, uh, what did I call it? The, the Wasteland Cannibal, which is uh, the uh, little cannibal bunny in a glow-in-the-dark green in uh, with uh, some neon pink splatter. It's, it's very 90s. It's very um, awesome is what it is. If you see Josh's stuff and you, you're thinking like, man, I want that, but I can't make it uh, to assembly required, I'm going to promise you something. Whatever Josh has left, I'm probably going to buy. So if you want it, get your ass to assembly acquired. Because I saw <laughs> and, uh, the Wasteland Cannibal and I was like, if there's any left, I'm buying it. And yeah, so any leftover stock will be uh, going up. To the Pikmin shop after the show, but you're gonna have to be lightning quick. I uh, <laughs> I love mini designer toys, and if I could go to that, I would spend so much money I don't have. It's not even funny. Um, how can you not? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Just yeah, looking I'm, at all that I'm stuff, really... I would just be like, I need this, I need this, I need this. I'm just generally hyped to be able to to hang out with a lot of the. A lot of the toy crew that I haven't, uh, most of which I haven't actually met in person. So that's always, that's always a fun extra. It's cool oh, to absolutely. talk shop to people that like, you know, actually know what you're going through instead of like me and Mike who kind of do. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I can I can understand what you're doing, but I've never done it. So, yeah, I can't really empathize in the same way. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, oh, wow, that's a lot of work. But, you know, uh, not having done it, it's, yeah, yeah. difficult to understand. Uh, so, show and tell, guys. Anybody buy anything cool this week? Um, yes. Surprisingly, I didn't get much, but Josh, go ahead. Oh, I as as per usual. Actually, I can't say I got too much this week, um, because most of it was stuff that I had on pre-order that just showed up. Quick, quick side note: uh, a healthy fuck you to both the USPS and uh, whatever jackass neighbor got my uh, got my He-Man, got my Rebel Leader He-Man, because yeah, that was supposed to come. God, I don't remember what day it was now. It, regardless, it was supposed to show up, I think, Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and USPS has had this running thing where they decide to deliver our, well, at least now, like, three or four of my packages to, like, completely wrong and random apartments. And it's not even the same apartment, like, twice. Oh, that's It's always different apartments. So, yeah, by the time that I noticed it had been marked as delivered and I went out to go try and find it, uh, it was long gone. Yay. Thank you, USPS. Uh, Thankfully, Target refunded me. And then I was able to go out to a local store that said they had limited stock. And lo and behold, there was a Rebel Leader He-Man. Huzzah. Nice. So, let's talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> His face is not good. No. Like, it's it's not... Now, I'm going to send you guys a picture. Because I noticed something that is just fucking baffling to me. Um, for, first off, side note. Uh, my friend, Tim who runs uh, ETC Toys. Okay. Uh, Also a huge Motu fan. Now, he responded to my picture of that. Did you guys see what he responded with? No. No. Uh, I'm going to find the comment. I'm going to send you guys both pictures. But first off, the first picture I'm going to send is something that I didn't notice until I got this in person, and it's definitely worth noting. Uh, now, on the left is obviously the quote-unquote not Dolph head. On the right is the He-Man head that it comes with. Now, look closely at the details of those faces. It's the same goddamn face. The Dolph head doesn't have the smile and it has the Dolph hair. But it's the same goddamn He-Man face. And that's why it looks so fucking weird. Yeah. It really does. Like, yeah. do you see it? Yep. Yeah. It's it's one of those things that once you see, you can't really unsee. Because it's just suddenly like, uh, why? Why did, did you do that? Did they not have the likeness rights? No, they didn't. No. Okay. Okay. That's why I was like, because it's really wrong. Like, mm-hmm. it's really off. So. That yeah, they sense, they literally just slapped Dolph hair on a He-Man head. Yeah. 
Now, Tim responded with this picture. Uh, and get ready for these heads to be forever ruined for you. Oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> Those assholes. Oh, you have to post this on the feed. <laughs> you can't unsee it now, can you? I'll nope. put this in the, the visual guide. <laughs> oh, <of> course. <laughs> Holy shit, it's so accurate. Those why two idiots. Why are they like? What are they like? Fashion designers or something? Who say they've <laughs> never had plastic surgery before? They're, they're plastic surgery rejects. I yeah, mean, they look like Donatella Versace. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't they both like die of COVID? Yeah, because oh. they, they didn't believe in um in the vaccines. The vaccines. And they both like one gave the other one COVID, and they both died within 24 hours of each other or something. Idiots. God damn it. They, yeah, they look like poorly sculpted 80s action figures. <laughs> they look like uh, the villains in the uh, Schwarzenegger Commando toy line. <laughs> yes. Yes, so, other than that atrocious head, I really do love the figure. It's got a lot of good stuff going on for it, but, but dear God, that head. Uh <laughs> Uh, I am not unhappy that I got it because honestly, like I would rather have it and have to replace the head than not have it at all. Yeah. Uh, especially with how nice the rest of the armor is. Like there's a lot of pieces in there that it looks like it's just a standard Masterverse buck with new armor. Mm-hmm. You no, know, a lot of the armor you see is sculpted onto the limbs. So that means they created all new pieces for this. And a lot of them. Uh, so that that alone, I'll I'll say is worth the price of admission. And uh, Ramen Toys has announced the details on their He-Man heads, which is pretty fucking cool. I'm going to give a completely unnecessary plug to a company that I have nothing to do with. Uh, Ramen Toys is making unlicensed '80s filler toys to to finish off collections, stuff like uh, uh, Centurions. Oh, nice. But uh, as Silverhawks, they did Silverhawks better than Super 7 did. Um, they had licensed Silverhawks stuff that looked way better than... Um, um, but, okay, anyways, yeah. But yeah, they're also doing... Um, they're, they're doing He-Man heads, specifically not Dolph heads. Uh, and they're doing... They're including three. Uh, you can... Or each of them individually once they have them like up and running on their site. And they're 15 bucks a pop. Or you can get the three pack, which includes one with the essentially he's looking straight ahead. Another one where the eyes look slightly different and he's kind of looking up, which honestly looks a bit more Dolph. I understand why they did the two. Uh, and then the third one is specifically sized to fit on Origins bodies. Oh, nice. So, for 33 bucks, you can get all three of those heads, and they all look really high quality. So, yeah. If you, if shit. It, Let's give a plug to Ramen Toys. Like, I went on their website. They're totally not Centurions figures. Are fucking awesome looking. Right. Um, 
Did you guys ever have Centurions? I had uh, two of them, I think. I never had any, but I definitely played with them. My cousins had them, and a few of my friends had them. So there was some. There's this design flaw about them. It used to drive me nuts as a kid. The bad guys had like a two-headed gimmick going on, where like half their body was a robot, and the other half was like the the bad guy, mm-hmm. and you could oh, yeah. break them in half for whatever reason. When they designed them, the pegs weren't uh, corresponding, so you couldn't take like you couldn't make a two-headed guy. Essentially, oh, stupid. These have fixed that problem, and uh, you can totally make like a two-headed monster of like mashing two guys together. Um, that's well, this is cool. They don't have they have Machina, not Mask. They actually they have the licensed Silverhawk stuff in Chrome. Uh, you're gonna pay a little more, but it's not too bad. And uh, yeah, honestly, for like for what they have. The prices ain't bad. No. Not at all. But uh but yeah, so there's my there is my completely uh like I I this is not a paid promotion. I have nothing to do with ramen toys. I'm just a fan of what they're doing. So did they announce a price on those heads? Yep, fifteen fifteen a pop for thirty three for the three pack. That's very worth it. So I'm definitely gonna be getting three pack. Uh, and I'm very excited about it. Uh, the only other really noteworthy thing I got, I got a lot of uh, got a lot of supplies for assembly required. Got a cool uh, couple of cool acrylic stands, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, the more important thing that I got is the Road Ripper, or as it's now called, the Ground Ripper, and Mechanic. And of course, what did I immediately do the day I got Mechanic in? Mechanic. I. I cast the neck for Mechanek and Rattler so I can have more necks. Well, yeah. Um, I I love them. Mechanek, I I get why they didn't do the action feature. Honestly, if they had done the action feature for Mechanek and or the Ground Ripper, it would have been a more expensive pack. Like, I think... 32 34 bucks is very reasonable for a vehicle and a figure in this scale especially considering you know there's a lot of new molding going on mm. uh and personally speaking at least on mine the wheels are so good that just a little push sends it zipping across the floor so uh it at least you know can still zip zip across the floor even though it doesn't have the rip cord uh, but yeah, no, I fucking love Mechanek. He's just ridiculous and fun, and I'm gonna be stacking necks on him. Like anytime I've got spare <laughs> resin, I'm just gonna pour some pour some neck in. <laughs> that, that sounds filthy. <laughs> yes, pour it some does. Neck in. <laughs> gonna pour some neck in. Go and get that neck. Pour all. <laughs> pour it all over that neck. I still gotta find uh, that lore. I haven't found him yet. I'm going but back yeah. soon to the Fisher Price store, Mike. I'll uh, if I find one, I'll grab them for you. Sweet, thank you. But, but yeah, those are really the main things. Are uh, oh no, wait, I also got a and and this one I I like, but I also feel is not nearly as noteworthy uh, noteworthy as it should be. Uh, I got what I will affectionately call some child sexual awakening in the toy aisle, Evil Inn. 
which I don't for, know what you're talking about. For those <laughs> for those unaware, is the uh, bat sorceress Evelyn. Now, on one hand, I do really like her. The head sculpt is awesome. I love the bat cape. I love the collar. The the rest of the details are all just paint. Mm-hmm. Like there's so little sculpting on the figure that it's just like, well, you literally just like went the laziest route possible with this figure. It's it's the big titty goth girlfriend, Evelyn. Yes, it is. And she is awesome for that alone. But also, I mean, I get it with the other people in the wave. Like they had to they had to save budget somewhere. Mm. So they chose sexy Lynn or they made a very specific choice to not sculpt the details for, you know, sexy reasons. Yeah, I'm guessing that's probably like Mattel. You didn't need to see Evelyn's camel toe. But then again, they've got like incredibly skimpy Godlin coming up. So, yeah, it's true. Or would it be her bat wings that you shouldn't see? Anyways, um, (laughs) see what I did there? Indeed. But yeah, really, that's uh, that's about it for me. So, Josh, let me ask you, Mike, too, because we've both seen the figure. Mm -hmm. You feel like they kind of cut corners on Roboto? Um, I have hand seen, attachments. I, mean, I haven't it's, seen him in person, but he only has like his hand disappears. And there's just a hole where the wrist is for a gun. You know, I feel like it's accurate to the show, but I just feel like when I think of Roboto or like Trapjaw, I think of hand attachments. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I know what happened with it and not that I am defending it because I, I do think it's a very. I don't think it's nearly as cool as it should or could be for Roboto. I do like the look of it, but I feel like they did focus far too much on the Roboto's was created to forge the two halves of the power sword together Mm -hmm. because he comes with the, you know, two glowing hot power sword accessories. Yeah. So it's meant to look like he's heating them up and then fusing them together. Which I imagine is why he's only coming with minimal hand accessories. However, his chest can't open to access the Quark Star. Yeah. So I feel like it kind of does a lackluster job of achieving the Revelations Roboto. And also does a lackluster job of achieving a classic Roboto because they didn't go all in. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think he's one of those characters that people see him get excited and buy him anyways. He's like a sound wave yeah. level of like, oh, got him. But yeah, I just saw it and I was like, he doesn't have a claw or an axe. And it just sort of bugged me. Um, uh, see, I'm definitely one of those marks because I've been looking for him in too bad. Those are the two that I've been wanting. So um, I guess I'll start. I got too bad. I found him. Right after we recorded the next day, I stopped at a store that was putting everything out. I can't say anything that Josh didn't say already. He's an awesome figure. Um, to get his get him to hold his weapons because his hands are super stiff. I just ran it under hot water for a minute and it was fine. Um, he's super cool. 
I got the road, the ground ripper with Mechanic. Um, I kind of missed the action feature because I loved it as a kid of, you know, doing the ripcord. But it took me a second where I was like, I don't, what am I going to, where am I going to launch this damn thing? Um, and I also remember that, like, there's nothing for the He-Man character to hold on to. They kind of just, like, launch, they, like, latch onto a rocket ship and just go flying. Um, which just cracks me up with neck and neck with this neck extended kind of screaming with his arms out. because. <laughs> um, and we'll get to this later in the show, but I always have a love for Mechanic because he's such a dork. Uh, at least in my mind, he's like the the nerdy loser character that you kind of fall in love with. Uh, other than that, I got four more things I'll talk about quick. I got the three newest Target G.I. Joe releases, which is the Python Patrol Cobra Trooper, um, which of the three, he's probably the best because it's a very solid figure to begin with. So now he just has Python Patrol paint job on him. Um, and he's got like they've moved away from the futuristic weapons and he's got like actual guns now. All the clips come out. He can hold everything and it looks realistic. He doesn't have like a ton of crap hanging off his back or anything like that. So he's cool. Um Ricondo, who was the one that I was looking forward to the most because he sort of looks like Jesse Ventura with the sculpt. Mm-hmm. He's cool, but the weapons are super gummy. Uh, so ooh. in the package, you pull the gun out his his rifle and it's bent you have to like fix it um but i mean other than being in tiger force i've never had a love for rakondo uh and then the one that was like everybody loves him it's bazooka and it's exactly what you need for bazooka like no more no less he comes with the bazooka and the helmet and some missiles yep that's all he needs and the only thing that i noticed was missing is there's no straps for his backpack so, like, as a kid, you didn't notice or care, but now it's like, how the hell is this staying on him? <laughs> like, you plug it in, and it just floats in space. So I just have him, like, it's sitting on the ground next to him with his bazooka. Um, and I call him, thanks to the G.I. Joe cartoon, I call him Bazook. Um, other than that, Teresa picked me up a pack of Million Heroes, or Million Warriors, I always call them heroes, randomly at Walmart. They're on clearance, and she was like, I know you like them here, I got you this. Open it up, and I found the Super Mega Quadruple Duple Triple Dog Daria Rare 18 karat gold figure, which I thought was like a treasure X thing. Like, you know, sometimes you get gold treasure. Like right. That That's what I thought, how rare it was, like maybe one in 20 or something. So I joined a Facebook group to find out, like, what's going on out of my own curiosity. Like, how hard is this to find? And according to the guys in this Facebook group, only four have ever popped up that they can track. Holy Damn, shit. This line has started. Four. Um, and one is on eBay for $20,000. Jesus. And I got an offer for like 50 bucks to sell it. And I was like, I'm just going to sit on it. Um, yeah. So that's cool. It's not worth $20,000. It's no. maybe worth like 100 or 200 but still, Maybe, it's pretty, you know, pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm guessing there's a lot of kids that got these that have the gold one and they just don't have enough. They're not in a Facebook group mm-hmm. uh, to talk about it. But I found it. It's cool. There's a little bit of method to the codes on the back. And people try to, like, make ass or end of it. But it's still not foolproof where you can look at a code and be like, I'm getting these guys. It just gives you some sort of idea of how many rare figures are in there compared to regular and common which doesn't help you if you're getting duplicates. 
Right. Um, so, Mike, what'd you get? Uh, not a whole hell of a lot. I found uh, the retro Obi-Wan figure, as I showed you guys, yep. uh, who is basically a skinny me as a, yep. as a Kenner figure. Um, so I am definitely going to take some fix-it sculpt and uh, add a little bulk to his belly and and make a, uh, a me action figure in Star Wars. Um, I was like, I just grabbed him because he was three bucks. Like he was literally three bucks in a wrecked package, and I'm like, eh, I like the retro figures. What the hell? Opened him Wait, up. The took... package was erect. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was. It was erect, um, which made me erect. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, it was like three bucks. So I'm like, why? Why not? And once I opened it up and looked at, it, I was like, holy crap, he's he's got my face. That's really weird. So I even showed it to to Jess and Caleb. Like, am, am I imagining things? They were like, no, that that's that's you as a Kenner figure. So. That's fun. Um, then the other thing then you I got, got very defensive with it and threw it on the ground and yelled, give me back my face. <laughs> it has my soul. Um, the only other thing I got was the joy toy, uh, cult of San Rea alley figure, which is the, uh, lady figure in that line. And unfortunately the package was a little effed and, uh, the wrist on her left hand was snapped. So I contacted Amazon and, you know, told him they were basically like, keep the figure, we'll send you a new one. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's the first time that's ever happened. Normally, you send it back and they, you know, replace it. But instead, they're going to send me another one. So because everything else on her is fine other than her hand, I'm just going to create some weird robotic attachment for her hand and have, like, you know, twin post-apocalyptic crazy ladies. So Cool. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I was telling Josh, I'm like, this is the first time I was excited about having a broken toy. Is there anything better than keep it, we'll send you a new one? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's always awesome. Uh, although I, I did have to laugh because they, when uh, when I first got the, when I first had the issue with Target and the stupid, stupid He-Man, you know, I put it in and they sent the offer of like, would you like us to, would you like to, sh to ship the item again? And at first I was like, yeah, ship the item again. And then I was like, wait, it's not in stock right now. How are they going to ship it again? <laughs> so, you know, I went, went back to cancel it. And I, when I looked at the, the listing, it, it actually said, you can keep the original item. And I was like, oh, really, really? The original item I didn't get fucking thanks. <laughs> wow that's so kind of you that's great i can keep it thanks target <laughs> i've got that going on right now with uh hasbro because i got a zombie iron man from marvel legends and his, and his finger was broken off uh i haven't been mentioning marvel legends i picked up because fuck hasbro fuck him in the neck uh <laughs> That's your fuck him in the neck corner brought to you by Jerry's closet. <laughs> uh, Spread them cheeks. Sorry. After a back and forth <laughs> with Hasbro, they said, okay, if uh, we're going to give you something of equal value to replace him because his finger's broken. Like, I didn't care that his finger's missing because he's a zombie. Right. So it just made sense that, okay, his finger's gone, whatever. But some, you know, I, I kind of I realized that, like, well, I could get a free toy out of this. So we'll see whatever shows up. I don't know, you know, if what I'll get, but uh, hopefully it's fun. That's the thing with with uh, Hasbro, though. They have that, you know, uh, 
they have a habit of sending you different figures. Yeah. And and that I mean, while it's kind of nice that you get a new figure, it also sucks that it's like, especially if you wanted that figure. Like if I wasn't able to get a replacement for my croc master, like, yeah, I'm glad they sent me that snake eyes, but I didn't want that snake eyes. I wanted croc master. Yeah. So like it was cool that I got, you know, I was able to replace croc master with Amazon. Um, but you know, <laughs> replace the you damn figures. You want that croc master. Yeah, I, had a, I had a friend that got the Power Rangers coin set. He ordered it because he likes Power Rangers and it was missing one of the coins. So he contacted Hasbro to see if he could get the coin. And we're like, well, we don't have it. We'll send you something of equal or greater value. And he got like a replica Green Ranger helmet. Oh, nice. Which is like, that's awesome. But I have a feeling I'm just going to get like uh, a five-year-old Spider-Man figure for a five-year-old. Right. Whatever. You know, whatever. It's not, it's not like I don't have a bucket of replacement Iron Man hands in my basement, because I do. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So, um, Mike, you know your um, your goth leprechaun friend there, uh, Tara? <laughs> I'm sorry. Goth <laughs> leprechaun friend? I'm totally going to call her that now. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> she's, Make sure she's you like do my... it from a distance. She's like my adopted little sister. So she put a thing up, just kind of a random, like, hey, did you guys know Mike? He's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was that was unexpected and amazing. Um, so I saw that, and I had to comment uh, with some, you know, some Mike stories, and everybody did, and it got a little out of hand, and <laughs> she had to she had to close down the, the post and shut the comments down because everybody had these Mike stories. Um. <laughs> It got me thinking, have you guys heard of Melp? Melp? Yeah, yeah. I've heard of Melp. It's Yelp, but just for people named Mike. (laughs) So uh, me and Josh, Mike, while you were sleeping, we kind of compiled a list of Mike Alvarez Melp reviews. Oh, yeah. We were going to add to uh, Tara's post, but she shut it down before we could get to it. Um, I found a few for myself, too, that they're not as flattering as yours. Uh, so me and Josh are going to kind of just spitball and give you a couple of these, Mike. So don't oh. let your ego get too big, okay? <laughs> Alrighty. Um, let's see here. This one stuck out to me. Such a nice boy. He shows up and pre chews my food for me every morning because my teeth are gone. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not just that. I do like food. Um, one for uh, me. See- Oh, Josh, yeah. Why don't you read some? Oh, yeah, no, I found I found a good one. It says, I heard that Mike Alvarez knows the true location of Bigfoot, but won't reveal it because he knows Bigfoot is responsible for maintaining a delicate balance of economic and ecological peace in Atlantis. What a nice guy. <laughs> um, I don't have the five-star reviews that Mike has. I have zero across the board, but uh, this one refuses to put the seat up. He literally shat on top of my toilet seat. Uh, T.O. I don't know who that is but uh, Josh did you have more yeah I've got a I've got let's see here it says uh, there was once a commission that I needed finished in a minimal amount of time Mike organized a think tank to create a time vortex capable of allowing him to repeatedly loop himself in time to complete the commission in what seemed like an impossible time frame 
How did he finish before I even asked him? <laughs> that That's a total Mike Alvarez. <laughs> uh, I have, being a proper lady, it's embarrassing to pass gas. Anytime I toot, Mike shows up to fart too and take the blame. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> that one's from Susie Hunt. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. Uh, I have Mike once alphabetized my alphabet cereal to help my OCD so I could enjoy breakfast. Such a good dude. Uh, here, I'll close it out. This one was my favorite of uh, the ones I read. We have motherless kittens at the shelter, and I know I can always count on Mike to nurse him back to health via his vitamin-rich Mike milk that comes straight from his own teat. <laughs> Mike loves cats. <laughs> Let's see. This is this is a pretty good one. One time, Mike rode the Loch Ness Monster to a defamation trial for his friend Randy. His mere appearance cleared Randy of all charges, and he and Nessie made the entire jury gelato. I remember that. Man, he's such a good dude. Oh, and this is actually, no, this is this is probably a good final one. It says, I, I heard Mike stopped the coming of Yogg-Sagoth with nothing but his balls. holy shit oh my god that one got me um (laughs) we got a bunch of these mike i I hope you're uh oh no that's freaking hilarious you guys ready for the news (laughs) yes Slow week as always because it's that time of year. The Four Horsemen Mythic Legions Necronius Wave pre-order is available on Big Bad Toy Store. This is the all skeleton wave. I'm kind of tempted for the one that looks like death, um, but it's like sixty bucks. And as always with Four Horsemen stuff, I'm afraid to get them because then I get sucked in. Uh, rumors going around that the second release, so there's a rumor of the Thunder Machine becoming Soundwave. Yes. For the G.I. Joe Transformers crossover. The other one in that set is supposedly going to be the Triple T from Sergeant Slaughter turning into somebody from the Autobots. Take your pick. I, I'm, I'm down for both. Uh, I'm thinking Jazz or something. I, I don't know. I don't know who would fit the aesthetic of the Triple T. Uh, let's see here. There's Metal Slug figures coming out. If you're a Metal Slug fan, McFarland is doing Kingdom Come Batman because they only do Batman. They renewed Chucky for season three but, at the Sci-Fi Channel. But did you guys see the the ridiculous details that McFarland added to the giant boot? Kingdom, Kingdom Come Batman? What's that? No, it's there's so there's no, no actual source material for what the uh jetpack looks like on the back oh, of the Oh man, I'm looking head. at it now. So McFarlane borrowed a design for Kingdom Come Batman's jetpack. It's the Rocketeer. Uh, I was gonna say that's the Rocketeer backpack. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Todd. I'll allow it. I mean, it kind of fits the aesthetic of Kingdom Come. Yeah. But that, yeah, that's totally the Rocketeer. That's crazy. Um, okay. Chucky's getting a third season at the Sci-Fi Channel. 
NECA showed off their sculpt for Kino, and we're all wondering if you could put that on the Donatello body. That would be amazing. We have. I would be surprised if you couldn't. Yeah, it just seems like NECA usually does that. They're a little weird with everything, but if it's just a, a swappable part, they're cool. Um, there's more pictures of the lightning clash. The blah, 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 fuck, take a shot. Uh, there's more pictures of the Lightning Collection remastered figures. Uh, the first one coming out is Billy. They're actually pretty cool. They're giving you like all the accessories that they missed. The glasses are removable. Multiple hands, multiple weapons, uh, pinless joints. So if you get them, didn't get them the first time, or if you're a diehard um, Power Rangers fan, these are probably going to be worth it. And they're going to look better than the Super 7 figures, um, which look like shit. Um, they also showed off a character called Masag, who is from Power Rangers Dino Thunder, is like one of the main villains. Looks cool if you like monsters from Power their Lightning Collection. Um, if you're a fan of this kind of thing, the WWE Mattel Direct Retro Wave 3 is coming out. This wave is all figures that were revealed to have supposed to have come out in the 90s, it got canceled. Um, so if you're a completist, there must haves. NECA showed off the Bride of Frankenstein, and it is really, really nice looking. Um, I normally wouldn't get the colored version of a figure, but this one comes with, you can put the bandaged head on her and put the wraps over the bandage in the eye so you can lay her on the table for when she's being born. Mm-hmm. And without the head on, she's completely black and white. So I'm thinking about getting that and then getting the Frankenstein table accessory set and putting it on there. Um, cause it's pretty badass looking, but if you're a fan yeah, of Bride she, of Frankenstein, it's worth your time. She really looks fantastic. Uh, sh- shit and shingles. There is the steel clan robot coming out for the gargoyle stuff, which they've been going full steam ahead. Um, super seven. Yes. Super seven announced that they're doing figures from the pre comic books code horror comics days which just looked awesome. So uh, I'm excited for that. They have also had tons of problems with their pre-orders for ultimate figures showing up looking like shit. Uh, In particular, Tommy from the Power Rangers and Andre the Giant, who look nothing like the way they were advertised to look. Um, Oh, man, that... Well, to be fair, the Tommy I see, like, it's definitely the same sculpt with Tommy. Uh, The problem is the, the paint. The paint's really it's, bad. It's just raw plastic with minimal paint, and it looks very toyish. Uh, the Andre, holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that looks bad. They clearly just took, like, an airbrush gun. It took, like, two seconds, like, good enough, and then sent them out. It looks like shit. Uh, yeah, Tommy, like, if they had cast that in flesh tone plastic and painted it that way, I think it would have looked a lot better. Instead of, he's probably green plastic with tons of paint. Uh, to save a couple bucks, and it looks like shit. Uh, Frogmonger comes out tomorrow for your pre-orders. On, well, it's already come out if you're listening to this on Wednesday or Thursday. But he is one of the uh, Castle Grayskull sticker figures, and he looks pretty damn awesome. There Ooh. is a Masterverse Deluxe Man-at-Arms coming out from uh, Revelations. It looks really cool. Toy Groove who used to run things at Mattel. You may know him from 
the Masters Universe Classics days from about 10 years ago has been all over the internet taking a big steaming shit on the current product for Masters Universe at Mattel. Nobody's sure why, but once again, he's predicting doom and gloom like Crazy Ralph. Uh, did, saying did, that did the line guys, is going to be canceled. Did you guys see his follow-up video? What did he yeah. say? <laughs> Where he basically was like, oh, if, if, if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll eat crow. Of course I'll eat crow. And then just started going off in like a weird tangent about Prussia. It was very strange. What the fuck? Like, yeah. What does he have to gain from this? Like, if he if the news is true, why does he want to hurt them? Right. It's not true. So why is he fucking lying about it? Because he's asserting his own credibility. Yeah. It doesn't. He just wants attention, I think, um, which is fucking sad because I I used to have a little bit of respect for him, but his ego is huge. Well, you got to figure his channels monetized and clicks get money. So is he getting over a few thousand views because he's making like two bucks a month? Lord only knows. I'm sure like Toy Guru is running or not Toy Guru. Pixel Dan is running circles around him. You know, well, someone pointed out that like. And and he's completely ignoring this, but last year, around this time, there's a video from almost exactly a year ago where he predicts that come the end of February, when stores do their reset, Masters is going to be no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So here we are a year later, and that never happened, and he's predicting the same thing again, so... You know, I've seen a lot of people saying basically the same thing. And that's like, you know, a broken clock is is going to be right at least twice a day. So eventually he's going to get it right. But dear God, he has lost all credibility in, in being able to predict anything with this line. Because how many times has this line been doomed and dead? Yeah. <sighs> just just shut up. <laughs> you're, mm-hmm. you're not helping. Um, I can see and, like one of their multiple lines going away because they don't sell well. So maybe like the Netflix animated figures, if you had to pick one or the minis. But you know, with the Netflix ones, it's it's funny because like I think yes, if out of the the bunch that's going on right now, the minis or the Netflix would be the two. However, the Netflix figures, they already have planned an oversized Skeletor. So you got the the Skelegod figure that's coming. It's like a twelve inch figure. Um, you have the uh, the the bigger like deluxe figures, and they they got more of those on the way. So like they're they're building out that line with like deluxe skews. So if they're gonna cancel anything, why would they be adding more? And then same thing with Origins. Why would they be creating Snake Mountain if that was going away? I don't know. You know, you know like. The only guess I can have is that you can't. I, it's more of the retailers not wanting to buy the deluxe SKUs. I don't fucking know. I can, you know but, what? Amazon is keeping it alive. Whatever. Yeah, but I'm, you know, it's gonna be dead in 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 April. Nothing new in April, even though Mattel has already announced that you know, Mossman is a fall exclusive. <laughs> just, just shut up, Toy Guru Scott. Yeah. So take your mighty specter fan fiction shove it up your ass um i'd like to know is there still that movie coming out apparently apparently it's uh, still in i don't know pre-production production you know who knows 
if it's not going to be good, just give us cartoons. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm all in on the Netflix CGI show. So, yeah, you know, if you want to transfer resources to that, <laughs> I'd be I fine. I am committed. Um, Hasbro shut off more Indiana Jones figures. It's like 10 Indiana Jones to one non-Indiana Jones. But Short Round is coming out, and somebody found a listing for Molarom. Uh, there's also... Uh, Molarom, Henry Jones Sr., and the Grail Knight. The Grail Knight. And the... One of the bad guys from Last Crusade, where the one that drinks the from the wrong grill and his face melts. Uh, Walter Donovan. So, yes. If you want a Walter Donovan and you want like a melty face guy, it's worth it. I don't need 200 Indiana Jones figures. And I think they're going to realize that when they're making these. Uh, and fun fact, Walter Donovan. Uh, same actor who played uh, General Veers in Star Wars. Uh, also has the same legs as the Black Series General Veers. Jeez, Hasbro's being cheap? Shocked. <laughs> uh, that being said, I really I really do like all of the accessories he comes with, so if I see him at a decent price, he will happen, because I love that, like, so far they've, they have three villains announced, and two of those three essentially have swappable heads that show how they're how they die yeah yeah and i'm i'm all about that um i would be excited for a molarama if he comes with a burning heart oh god uh, he I, needs to. i'm just assuming he's going to uh i didn't mention this last week the next x-men marvel legends wave the build a figure is chad which is the Starjammer's big green Hulk monster thing. Uh, I always just call him Chode. Chode, Chad, Chad. <laughs> I mean, Chad. I know that's not his name, but I'm it's, like, eh, It's one of those things, like, the comic writer just made something you can't pronounce to mess yeah. with you like a Mr. Mitzel Spitalik. Uh There uh, are... M. Chod. Chod. <laughs> there I are some... M. Chod. <laughs> now I'm picturing freaking, uh... What's his name? The The... The leader of the Star Jammers. Oh my God! I can't think of his freaking name. Uh, Corsair. Thank you. I, I'm picturing him dressed up as Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hasbro, after discovering that the only property they have currently that's making them any money is Dungeons and Dragons, decided to lean into the fans and milk them for all their money. Um, there's some sort of system in place for Dungeons and Dragons where fans can upload their campaigns for other dungeon masters to download and play with their friends. So the, one of the coolest things about Dungeons and Dragons is you can like homebrew an adventure for your friends, mm -hmm. which is the job of the dungeon dungeon master. You can make the dungeons up and it's a lot of fun that way. So if I'm understanding it correctly, what Hasbro and wizards of the coast have done is they've said, you put them on the server, we own it. Yep. And that's exactly yeah. what they're doing. <laughs> Good if God. you make over a certain amount of money, legally we're entitled to like 60% of the profits or some sort of ridiculous margin. Um, looking at the fine print, it's a little weird. Like you have to make over $750,000 before they ask for some of that money. I've never known a dungeon master to make any money mm. at all. Um, and as much as Hasbro is the bad guy here, of course, if you put something on the server, they're going to own it. Right. 
you're not it's like proprietary there's not much you're going to be able to do like if you do anything like i'm pretty sure apple owns this podcast because we published it on apple Podcasts. it's just it's the fine print everywhere um mm-hmm. so yeah i get that the fans are mad and they have every right to be but like don't be shocked that they're fucking assholes about this but uh, at the same time it's the same kind of thing that video game companies have been doing literally for a decade now. Like, I mean, Bethesda did this, uh, Blizzard has done this, where you allow your fans access to basically modify your game, create new maps, create new things. And it's like, yeah, you can share it with people. You can make a little bit of money on some, some of them have like, like I know Bethesda has like a, um, basically like a fan store where like you can upload your own creations for stuff like Fallout and you know Skyrim and all that, and people can download it and you can make a little bit of money on it. And at a certain point, yes, they're going to get a little bit of a cut, but they're also paying for the hosting fees. They created the tools that you're working with, like like basically you're playing in their sandbox, and all they're saying is like, well, you know, you got to give us a little bit of your money. Yeah, it's like it's it's honestly it's not that unfair. I mean, I'm a little naive to the universe, but like, I don't think there's professional dungeon masters that are making six figures. No, that's that's insane. Um, but nonetheless, I think people are just like a little fed up with like Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons for a while now, and like the bullshit that Hasbro's been pulling to make an extra dime. Oh, absolutely. Um, so uh, this is kind of like a culmination of that, and people are just fucking pissed. And to end the news on a very very positive note. Jazzwares has the Call of Duty license, and oh, there has so been excited. retail least listings. Uh, apparently, there are single six and a half inch figures and two packs of the smaller three and three quarters uh, yep. to start, which is take my money. I, oh, and yeah, apparently, dude, there's a so leaked excited. listing of uh, of a figure and vehicle pack. Nice. Take my money. I, like this, I. Ooh. I'm. I, I'm beyond excited for this because Caleb is really into the Call of Duty games right now. Like, that's all he's been playing. Um, and he took a little bit of an interest in the Call of Duty Mega Bloks figures that I have or Mega Constructs. So this might finally be a toy line that the two of us like. <laughs> so Mike, like, that's your excuse when you come home with a bag full of Call of Duty <laughs> figures. You'd be like, but Caleb. Exactly. I'm going to be like, oh, man, I hope he likes these as much as I know I'm going to. You know, so if Jess says, like, why is the power turned off at the house? You could be like, <laughs> Caleb likes Call of Duty. I just want three and three quarter soldiers, man. The, the one thing I do have to have to say, like, you know, that I'm I'm very lucky about is Jess, very much like Ruth, supports my toy habit. Um, there have been many a time where I'm like, I will come home with a Target bag with like a thing of cat food and then like five toys. <laughs> and she'll just be like, yep. ooh, what toys did you get? Like, she's as excited as I am, so. <laughs> you know, or like, for Christmas, I told her, you know, I wanted one of the Transformer G.I. Joe crossover. I'm like, I don't care which one you get. I just want one of them. I, I like them both. Pick one, whichever one you want to surprise with. And she just was like, well, I got to get both. She's like, you have to have an Autobot and a Decepticon. <laughs> she speaks Mike. She knows how to... <laughs> I mean, it was pretty rad. So if I if this happens with Call of Duty, I guarantee you she's going to be right there with me and Caleb like, ooh, did you guys get the helicopter yet? You know, it's going to be like that. I just, man, I, 
I love it. I'm not going to know who these characters, if there are characters, it might just be like a world war two soldier, whatever. I, I mean, there, yeah. there'll definitely be characters from the games. Like I know, I don't know any of them. Cause I only played like the old school call of duty games, like before it became the worldwide phenomena that it is. Um, yeah. So I don't know any of the character names I know of ghost, but I know there's like 17 ghosts. So I'm like, I don't know who's who, but uh yeah, I just know that the mega constructs. I mean, Josh saw me buy like the fifty dollar <laughs> figure pack at Toys R Us back in the day because I was yep. just like, I want all of the figures. I I love. And them. I know like some of them are named characters. It's like Major Buckwagon, <laughs> Major Buckflower. It's <laughs> got to have um, George Buckflower in there. Well, they they fight zombies, right? Uh yeah. Yeah. Oh, they fight. Yep, that's a good point. They fight Nazis, right? Uh-huh. Oh, baby. Zombie Nazi figures. It's it's funny you bring that up because I am actually, like, you continue with everything, but I'm going to find these photos. I was recently looking through old photos on one of my phones and found uh, a bunch of Call of Duty zombies attacking the, the Call of Duty barn mega construct set that I had I set I know up. exactly the pictures you're talking about. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send them in the group chat as soon as I find them. Because <laughs> I had so much fun that night playing, you know, zombies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> gimme, 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 gimme. Uh, I want these now. So, Mike, while you're looking up those pictures, we have more Melp reviews of one Mr. Mike Alvarez. Woohoo! I hope you're ready. Let me cleanse everybody's palate with a review of mine. My, 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 my. I am all stutters today. A review of mine. Uh, we routinely watch Mike fight ghosts, or so he says, on the boulevard for money. We give him $5 every time to please stop. It's very sad. <laughs> but let's just change gears here with the angelic Mike Alvarez. Mike lets us explore our, Gulliver, our Gulliver's Travels fantasies anytime we visit the falls. Signed sincerely, the Dwarf Sing- the Dwarf Swingers Association. <laughs> Although those guys are good people. Um, Josh, did you have more? Yeah, no, no. I, I've got I've got a couple of really good ones here. I see see this one that says, "One time, I thought I saw Mike tying up a homeless man, but it turned out the homeless man was just really into bondage, and Mike was the first one that stopped and was willing to help him out." Thank you, Mike, for being kind to the homeless. What a great guy. That Lego set is awesome, Mike, by the way. And yes, the Mythic Legion's Necromonius, the Triplicky figure. It it reminds yeah. me of uh, the, the spider guy. Yeah, from yeah. Skeleton Warriors. I was like, I got very excited when I saw that. Um, To continue, Mike started a podcast just so people would know I'm not a mute. Signed, Anonymous. Aww. Um, Mike comes over to my house to play Ninja Turtles with me just so I don't feel weird. Signed, Anonymous 44-year-old man. (laughs) Josh, do you have more? Yeah, yeah, I've got some. Wow, man, there's some. There's just so many to choose from. Mm Mm-hmm. I once shat myself in the Denny's bathroom, and without thinking, 
Mike took off his pants and gave his pants to me. He was just sitting there, without pants, balls rubbing up on the Denny seat. But everyone was okay with it because he was so kind about giving me my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. You know, the the funniest part about that is... I wasn't horrified about sitting pantless anywhere until you said Denny's. And then I was like, oh, God, I wouldn't want my nethers touching that. Oh, Lord. All right, one last one. (laughs) My son was being bullied at school. And Mike swept in like a guardian angel and beat the shit out of three (laughs) five-year-olds. Thanks, Mike. They had it coming. Uh, gave me my pants at Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, here's 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 a very here's a short but really really good one. It's, Mike's eyes are the color of love, and his asshole is the color of love coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! I want some of these on a t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> Move over, Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, Mike, this was something you suggested for a topic. Um, when you're a kid, you make a Christmas list of, like, I got to have Megatron, Soundwave, Cobra Commander, like, all the A-tier, A-tier cool characters Yep. If you don't, you can't find that, Mom and Dad. Here is the secondary list because we're crazy people. We did this. I'll take, <laughs> um, you know, Ram Man's just as cool as Skeletor. I'll right. take these, but then sometimes you get shit you didn't ask for from like Aunt Judy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes you turn out loving them, and they kind of become like that character you just like the hill you die on of like, no, no, you don't understand. These guys were awesome. We all had them. Let's talk about it. Share well, our love. And and it's always weird, too, because it, it's never what you expect. It's always there's something about the figure that you can't see in the package. So it's like whether it be, you know, articulation you didn't expect or like the way they look after they're out of the blister bubble and actually standing up. It's like, oh, wait, that actually is a lot cooler than I thought it was going to be. Um, in some cases, it's like details on on the back of the figure that you never noticed like perfect example uh with the i'll just jump in the tmnt disguised turtles as a kid i wanted donatello because not only is donatello my favorite but it was the closest to the when they disguised in the show he was wearing the trench coat the fedora hat he had a mask i was like okay that's the one i want well my parents bought me all four i only wanted the one but i got all four for christmas i ended up loving that entire wave but particularly Raph, the space cadet. And I remember flipping him around and he's got that alien like grafted to his back. And I'm like, yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> like, it's just There were little details on that figure that I never expected. And I had dismissed because I'm like, I don't want a freaking space turtle. That's dumb. And then I got it and I'm like, oh, my God, I want more space turtles. <laughs> like, It's so cool. I love but, it because like his sword. Mm hmm. Anytime that there was a cool new weapon for the turtles, I kind of like quietly fell in love with whoever had that weapon. Yeah. Well, it was also like a it was like a, a blaster sword. It had like a gun yeah. on top of it. Yeah. It was really damn cool. Um, 
I was a big fan of like the GI Joes. Nobody liked. Yep, I got a couple of those on my list. Um, in particular, Raptor, the guy dressed as a bird. Yep. And Crystal Ball. I'll be honest, those were actually like B list for me. Like those were figures I asked for because Crystal Ball, like he fit into the mind bender kind of play scenario for me, where it was like the crazy mad scientist that was going to like take over the Joe's minds and turn them into mindless zombies. So that fit the play pattern for me. And then Raptor, I was just like, he's a guy who could fly around. That's cool. (laughs) Um, Two of the Joes for me that I absolutely had no desire to get and then ended up being favorites where my grandmother bought these for me uh, topside, which was the guy who had like the Navy like bubble vest. And yeah. uh, he had like the weird uh, missile launching backpack and stuff. But here's, here's a perfect example of once you get him out of the package, you notice stuff you didn't see in the package, his backpack had a little stand that folded out. So you turned it into like a, a double launching mortar. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like he's carrying around artillery, like like heavy artillery. And then if you flip the backpack around, it almost looks like a jetpack. I actually got him as a gift because it was like, Mike likes G.I. Joe's and somebody didn't know anything about G.I. Joe's just randomly bought him. Mm-hmm. I loved his machine gun. Yeah, he had a really good, good gun. And I used that backpack as I didn't use it as like a missile launcher. It became a jetpack. Yep. And it was he's, a lot of fun. And that's exactly how I got it is because like my grandmother knew I liked G.I. Joe's. I, I didn't want topside. I thought he looked stupid. And she got she got him and Iceberg for me. And I ended up loving both. Um, but then the other one she got uh, a different year was uh, Static Line from the Sky Patrol. Yep. And again, zero desire for this like i thought static line lo- like i thought most of the sky patrol looked stupid um and then i got him and he had that weird little like clip-on gun that like clipped around his waist and it had the two handles well mm-hmm. the funny thing about that is those two handles fit perfectly in the feet holes for the the stands so it was almost like a weird little hover disc like from he-man <laughs> and i oh, used that's to- cool I used to fly him around like he became like one of my favorite figures because of that. Josh, do you have any like jabronis that you liked? You know, there there are definitely a few. I I can think there's one that I you know I can't complain about because it started a lifelong love for the character, but I still have to question to this day is I remember asking for like it, it was at a time when my sister had a bunch of the Star Wars toys and I had very few. Mm. Like the grand grand total that were actually mine at the time, I think were basically like Bib Fortuna and Squidhead. Oh, yeah. And for some reason, you know, I was I was like, I want Darth Vader and I want I want that Han Solo and Carbonite. That's a really cool toy, which I still want to this day. Mm hmm. And uh, my parents got me the Max Rebo band. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I fucking love the Max Rebo band. Like, they just became this weird, continuous standard thing that was just somehow part of my play pattern. Like, oh, look, the band's here. But what a weird fucking choice, parents. <laughs> right like of of all 
of all the Star Wars toys they could have bought me, they were like, let's get him the weird blue elephant with the piano. Kids love weird blue elephants with pianos. I'm not going to lie. I, I love them, too. <laughs> like, like <laughs> yep. Like, he became one of my my weirdly favorite figures. I couldn't tell you why. Uh, other than, like, he's a weird squat blue elephant with a piano. And Sice Noodles and Droopy McCool were weirdly cool, too. Weird little naked mole rat. And... He had, like, that piano had so much detail. Yeah. Oh, God, it was so good. It had no right to be as good as it was. Well, Star Wars always had, like, there's something about their their background alien figures that just made for good toys. Um, like you mentioned Squidhead, and I remember he was one of those figures I got just as a Christmas gift and friggin' loved him and Pruneface. Like, I had so many adventures I, with Pruneface, Squidhead. Yeah. They would just like, you know, Luke and Han, they're saving the universe, and those guys are like on a beer run. <laughs> it was more interesting to me. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. There's that. I'm trying to trying to think of like really noteworthy other ones, but uh, I think one that that totally totally shocked me was, uh, it was it was at a point where like I was kind of already done with Power Rangers, mm-hmm. like I I had had my interest in it and that had faded, but my grandmother got me the red dragon zord the one from that like, is the long chinese dragon yes that one is oh that is a great figure and that was like that was probably one of my favorite zords of all of the all of the zords that i had and it definitely it sort of reignited because then instantly i was like well now i want the pack with the other one so i can make this other megazord you know what uh i have a lot of love for this is more like people didn't know what to get me so they just went to kb toys and it was three for ten but all of those like later line x-men figures like the star jammers that it's like you didn't really know who the fuck they were as a kid but there's a guy with an eye patch and a robot arm and a sword who has ball jointed shoulders and the other ones don't Mm -hmm. and he's awesome looking and then you have chad You've got some guy who's like metallic red called Eric the Red. Who is he? I don't know, but he's fucking fun. Yep. And you would just make up your own adventures for them because it's like, how much can Wolverine do? You know what I mean? Well, there was also a lot of those toy lines where it was like the toy line that you completely ignore. And then somebody gives you one as a gift, like, you know, for your birthday or whatever. It's like. You know, your aunt, you know, a friend, something, someone gives you this gift and you're like, huh, this is actually a really fun toy. Like the one that I remember very vividly was Computer Warriors. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. And I had like that was it flew completely under my radar. Like I had no desire for these toys. And then I ended up getting one like one of the single pack figures, which was just a little figure with the computer chip um, from my buddy AJ when I was like in fifth grade. And I was just obsessed with this little weird robot computer guy, and I had to get more. And then I ended up going out and finding a bunch of the uh, the transforming vehicles. Like I had the, what is it, the soccer ball, um, the pencil sharpener, 
all that. And it was like, I was, I became obsessed with those figures for a while and loved them. But it was one of those toy lines that I had no interest in whatsoever until I got one as a gift. Yep. You know, yeah, I, I, would, um, oh, Jeff, okay. I would probably, Sorry. I was just going to say, I would probably say the same with that. Yeah. With computer worries specifically. Um, I was that way with, Mike, you've mentioned your love of the guys with the strings. Mm-hmm. Pretty much played with Computer Warriors. Uh, Starcom yep. was something I got as a gift, and I had no idea about what it was, but it was like these magnetic astronauts, and the vehicles had like automatic transforming ability, and also air raiders. Oh, I loved both of those. Um, I collected the whole line for air raiders, and they only did one assortment. And it's something that like I've kind of wanted to go back and get, but I knew as a kid... There was like half a dozen figures you'd only get for mailaways, because mm-hmm. um, it was like buy three packages and send them to UPC on this one thing, and get another bad guy. And it was like I had them all and I loved them, and then I got out of them and sold them. Yeah. Um, but they were so fucking cool, and I had so many of them, and they, only, they fit into a bucket. But when you dumped them all out, there was a ton of them. Um, <laughs> yep, I was big. I wouldn't admit it because like I'd ask for things as a kid and I would get like the knockoff version of everything, but we all had like knockoff He-Man. Oh yeah. Um, I had a ton of knockoff mad balls because I would go visit my grandfather and there was a flea market in the town that he lived in and they didn't have real toys. Everything was knockoff. So I'd have like mummy balls and like weird fucking off brand toys, like <laughs> karate frogs and, you know, like, <laughs> That kind of shit. But I loved them anyways because it was like I didn't, you know, I had an imagination. It didn't matter to me. Exactly. Um, oh, you know what is a toy that we've we've talked about on here before, but is one that was absolutely one that like at first when I got it, I remember look at it, looking at it and being like, the fuck? Why the fuck would I like this is like a weird kids building toy. Uh and then fell in love with is Bone Age. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I always forget about Bone Age. I remember when I got my first Bone Age at a, it was like my birthday and somebody was like, "Here is I think I got the Raptor." And I was like, "What what?" Because <laughs> it's three toys in one, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I oh, fucking loved it. Bone Age. I was with with this with this idea, I was trying to figure out like um you know, Z-list characters from all of the big lines. And, I mean, we mentioned some from Star Wars, like Prune Face is definitely on my list. Um, uh, 2-1-B, the weird medical droid, I loved that droid for some reason. Uh, the the blue and clear one. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. And then we mentioned some of the Joes. I was racking my brain with Masters of the Universe because I was like, I don't think there's a loser in the bunch, honestly. Like, all of the Masters figures, including, like, the weird you know, uh, Skeletor and He-Man variants. I loved all of them, but then I remembered one that I had no desire for as a kid. And again, got as a gift from my grandfather and ended up loving. And that was Rhinorb from the Meteorbs. I had no oh, desire yeah. for the yeah. Meteorbs. <laughs> you're right. You know, you know what else is another one like that is the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like the, the outfit turtles, but the main characters, um, um, they're they're all great. Although with Ninja Turtles, I was able to find one that I, I remember seeing in the store going, eh, I, I, I passed on him multiple times and eventually bought him and ended up loving him. And that was Monty Moose. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moose. I guess Moose. some of those later ones you could make an argument for, but really it's the turtles and like, you know, slam dunk Donatello or Right. Um God, I'm trying to think of like there's characters you may not like, but everybody else can make the argument that like Ace Duck is super cool. Oh yeah. So it's like shut up. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> um what about Transformers what? like GoBots? Am I the only one that likes Psykill? Oh, no. No, I mean, I mean Go- how can you not like Psykill? Yeah, GoBots. I, I mean, I only had a handful, but I, I mean, see, I had a hard time with Transformers and GoBots because I didn't have a lot of either of them as a kid. And the ones I had, I loved. So and I, I can't really say that they were like loser characters. <laughs> um, What about vehicles? Did you guys have any vehicles that you're like, I don't want that. And then you get it like for Christmas and you're like, huh, this is way more fun than I expected. Yes. Yep. Um, I can, I can think, I couldn't tell you the name of it. I'm sure one of you guys can. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the weird GI Joe vehicle that transforms back and forth between like a tank and a weird, like broken barricade. Weird broken barricade. That's the bridge it, layer. I think no. I've got to look it up. Wait, no, no, the bridge layer has the bridge on top. I think. Wait a sec. I think I know which one you're talking about. I got to go to yojo.com. Uh, well, let's see here. I want to say it was, was it. It was something that came out in the 90s. Am I right? I think. Um, Because if it is, I think it is. Uh, the mobile battle bunker. That is probably it. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up here. I'm gonna look, gonna consult the bones. I mean, I could be wrong, but because it, it doesn't have like a barricade, but it does transform. It goes from like a vehicle to like a stationary thing. Nope, Remember? that is not it. That's not it. Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> Hold on, hold on. I see now we gotta we gotta figure out figure this out. Because <laughs> now I'm really curious. I'm like, which one is it? There's the well, let's see. Transform. There's the Raider. That doesn't really look like a barricade either. Great podcasting, it, I know. But it looks <laughs> it looks like it had a bunch of like, you know, missile damaged walls. Oh damn! Now I'm really curious. What the hell is? Huh. We'll just Google search G.I. Joe tank barricade. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got it. I got it. it. What is it? It is the G.I. Joe Fort America. Oh, that's a playset. Fort America. Where is that? It's a battle fortress that Oh, I see a crushing combat tank. I completely forgot about oh, this thing. God. This thing's like shit. But you I, know, it was a weird amount of fun. I totally forgot this thing even existed. I never had this one. This was one, yeah, because it had the sound. This was like the Sonic Fighters thing. It had all the sound effects and stuff. I never had this one, but it, it does look wow. freaking cool as hell. It is I don't remember bricks. ever using the sound effects, but yeah, like it was cool because like I would, I would, my play pattern with it was basically like 
that it was this like badass mobile tank that once it was decimated, they just built their fortress around it. Right. Yeah. Oh, that. You know, cool. I loved all the Sonic fighters, but I always remove their backpacks. Oh, same. Yeah. Uh, same. I I hated how you couldn't take them off. It drove me crazy. Um, you know who does suck? Mm. And I'll I'll die on this hill. Psych out. Psych out. The blonde guy who has the antenna <laughs> mounted into the back of his head. Oh, yeah. And he had all the little radar dishes. He sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm looking at him right now. I this, this was one of the figures that I remember taking apart. I removed the head. And I forgot whose, whose head I put on and placed him. Because I like the the weird green like torso <clears throat> with the like the silver armor on it. Yeah. But I didn't like his head. <laughs> I took his head off and put somebody else on. Um, but you know what? Uh, what uh, vehicle that that I really liked from GI Joe that I didn't ask for um, was the hammer. It was the the weird like um, SUV looking vehicle that came out. I want to say like oh, 91. it was like green. No, no, no. It was uh, oh god. It was like a well, maybe it was kind of green. Let me see here if I can find it. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it now. It's like tan. Yeah. It's a Hummer. It, yes, Hummer. That's the word I was looking for. Um, yeah, it's. I had no desire for this because it, it looked boring. It was like just a, a big fucking Hummer. And then I got it for Christmas one year. And I'm like, this is really freaking fun. Like, it was a, a really good vehicle. Um, I just took most of the cannons off of it and used it to, like, <laughs> run stuff over. But you never got, like, um, just plain old vehicles like you know if you want to have an adventure that's supposed to be set in reality how the hell can you have a guy you know driving around a tank when you want a pickup truck right yeah uh, so thankfully you have the hammer if you take the stuff off it's just like a beat up truck if you kind of squint hard enough well same uh, thing with like the vamp and the stinger and stuff like that they were yeah. like just regular old jeeps um the other one that i know gets tons of hate Tons of hate, and rightfully so, but my god, is it fun. Was the Ninja Force Cobra Battle Axe. Oh god, I want to look at this. <laughs> it's so it's so stupid, but my god, did I have fun playing with it. I had both the, the Pile Driver, which was the Joe one, and the Battle Axe, which is the Cobra one. They were the spring-loaded vehicles where the figure would stand oh, yeah. up. Yeah, and you'd roll it, and it would it would eventually the spring would unleash, and the thing would spin around with the uh, the the pile driver or the axe, and it would just chop things down. I used to drive it into figures and knock them down all the time, and it was just endless fun. Well, it's also good for the figure they came with too. True, true. Uh, but I mean, they were just re- yeah, they were just repaints of other. Things. Um, I hated the concept of the the buzzsaw vehicle where it was like the giant saw blade that the cobra guys rode inside of oh the buzz bore the buzz bore because i couldn't wrap my head around like how can they see where they're Mm -hmm. going see now that's a vehicle i absolutely loved as a kid and then my brother took the time to like dismantle how this would not work and just like crushed my imagination (laughs) because he was talking very much like you said like how do they see where they're going and then, like, the little door had slots in it. And he's like, if they're digging underground, all of all that dirt is coming in there and just suffocating them to death. <laughs> yeah, like, like he, he's got to, like, look to the left or the right to see where he's going. 
Right. But then I was just like, you know what? Corporate doesn't give a shit. They're just going to put a guy they don't like <laughs> and point it in a direction and just let it kill things. Yep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, God. You know, an- another weird one. I know we're kind of going along on this, but uh, from Ninja Turtles, another vehicle that I got as a gift was Rocksteady's Pogo Copter. And <laughs> cool. I freaking loved that thing. It was so stupid, but I loved it. Oh, man. So let me look at the time. We got a couple minutes here. Um, do you guys. When's the last time you played Dungeons and Dragons? Has it been a while? Oh, oh God. Been, yeah. Many years. Probably. I would say damn near 20 years for me. Um, the resurgence of Dungeons and Dragons, thanks to Hasbro. Um, I wanted to, to comment on this before I forget. One of the reasons I don't like this new line of stuff from the Hasbro movie, it's all human characters. There's no monsters. Mm-hmm. Which, Although that Hugh Grant figure does look kind of wonderful. Yeah, and, you know, I guess uh, what's-her-name looks like she could be a terrifying monster uh, with that horrible sculpt. But uh, I think Hasbro really missed the ball because they could just have a line of generic, like, elf, dwarf, goblin. And it would have been a lot of fun, but they decided to give us Hugh Grant figures for whatever fucking reason um friends of the show who would they be if they were generic classes of dungeons and dragons characters mike i always think you're a dwarf <laughs> i mean i could see it because you love your favorite uh lgn D character was yep. uh El- elkhorn elkhorn I, I love that dwarf <laughs> so i can picture you with like a helmet with horns Oh, hell yeah. Give me a and battle a, axe and a giant battle axe and like, a, you know, a cup of mead. <laughs> I, I, like, I like your thoughts on this. Josh, I, you would be some sort of. Slightly crazy wizard, I'm thinking. I feel like Josh would be a bard. Yeah, maybe mm. Susie would be a bard, wouldn't she? Actually, I think Susie would be a centaur. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody has to be a centaur, right? Right. Josh, you could just be some sort of new kind of character class. Like you have cats on ropes. That just throw <laughs> people and you pull them back. See, I just always, the reason I was picturing a bard is because a bard kind of distracts with storytelling and song and different, you know, <laughs> like modulating their voice. And I'm like, I can see Josh <laughs> being like, let me tell you a tale. And just kind of doing that while the rest of us are stealing shit. <laughs> so Josh has a ukulele. Of course. <laughs> a great adventure is waiting for you ahead. Hurry on, warrior, you will soon be dead. See, it, it totally works. <laughs> Skipping around. Okay. Who would Dawn be? Hmm. I feel like Dawn would be like a fighter class. She would be some kind of like a barbarian. <laughs> Don the just, Barbarian Just busting skulls Yeah that sounds right <laughs> Angry all the time Well cause yeah Cause I mean Barbarian you know they, they get that Like that whole rage thing so it's just Like you know you you could Tell her like how awesome Shark Boy and Lava Girl is and she'd be like and Just you know rip you apart So she would be like Ragnar the Destroyer <laughs> Yeah <laughs> 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 um what would i be i can't i can't think of hmm 
Well, I think I, you were spot on by calling me Uncle Deadly and the Muppets, but like I can't think of. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, Maurice would be some kind of like wizard or sorcerer because they're usually the quiet one. You know, <laughs> he's he's the lurker. <laughs> He'd be sitting there reading in his book of spells and just throw out a doozy every once in a while. This music sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Magic missile. Oh, I'm sorry. As soon as you said magic missile, I heard pew pew in my head. <laughs> oh, shit. We can continue this conversation. All right, Mike, you would be a gelatinous cube. I'll take it. <laughs> Just devouring cereal. <laughs> Bits of people inside of me, and I can't remember how they got there. <laughs> I don't remember this adventurer. Oh, man. <laughs> who is that again i don't know but his foot's inside of me <laughs> oh damn gotta figure All out right. strasberg i'm trying to i'm trying to think of what what he would be he too would be a wizard yeah he'll be some kind of some kind of sorcerer or wizard or crab people <laughs> <laughs> no, J- josh would be a warlock yeah would he, would he be like a mathematician for no reason at all <laughs> Yeah, like we, like would that. you just stand there with an abacus and <laughs> summon demons? <laughs> <laughs> the, the mathematician warlock <laughs> doing complex calculations to summon a beholder. <laughs> he, would, he would go to everybody's <laughs> anytime you're at the uh, tavern. He'd be there to tell you the exact amount for 18% for a tip. <laughs> See, I really, I really want him to like essentially now just be like, um, guys, you know I'm an arcane fire mage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. That's funny. Actually, yeah, he would, he'd have some sort of super obscure, like, arcane fire mage, I'm half elf, half northern plains orc. <laughs> <laughs> I have Ooh, a higher constitution than you can ever roll. I'm in Dragonlance books 7, 8, and 42. Did I ever tell you guys about my 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 halfling warlock character in the last D&D game I played? No. So, because, okay, with, with, with warlocks, you know, you have to have the different magic sources. Um, so it's like, you know, either demonic or fey or whatever. Like, there's oh. all the different types of magic. So I made a halfling warlock who used fey magic. And the reason was because... He was, you know, he's a little tiny guy. He was getting picked on constantly. He went out into the forest to find something smaller than him to beat the shit out of. And he found a fairy and just started beating the hell out of it. And it was like, I'll tell you my secrets and my magical secrets if you just stop beating the shit out of me. And he's like, all right. So he he learned how to use (laughs) fey magic because he was beating up a little pixie. (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. (laughs) Oh, man. We had a bunch of crazy characters. Like, there there was a half-orc, and there was a whole backstory about how his mom got drunk and all that. It was very amusing. I, um... Jeez, I can't even remember my last character when I played D&D. I was a thief. And I would let, <laughs> I would let everybody else do the fighting, and I would sneak around the edges of the map and steal things. <laughs> That's what I man, did. I, I wish I had the time to, to do another campaign, because... We were having so much fun when we were playing that. Yeah, I don't. I tried when uh, right around when Zoe was born, 
Mm-hmm. And it just didn't happen. It's um, hard to find the time. It's you need like four or five hours at a at a chunk, man. That shit's yeah. difficult. All right, uh, one last batch of Melp reviews, and then we're gonna go into the Hall of Fame. Josh, mm-hmm. did you have more? Yeah, I, I have a few more, but I'm gonna let you start this one. All right. Well, here's a Michael May review left by another anonymous person. Somebody eats somebody eats my garbage at night. That looks like Bobcat Goldthwait and Chewbacca had a baby. Mike, you can just knock on the door and ask for a bowl of cereal. You're fucking weird. Please stop. Again, this T.O. person. I don't know who the fuck this is, but I need to communicate with him a little better, apparently. Uh, We've got one for Mike here. When I confessed that I didn't understand Project Metal Beast, Mike got out a box of crayons and construction paper and explained it to me. It was then that I questioned my sexuality. And I feel like that that flows well into this one. It's, I once wanted to learn traditional wrestling, so Mike took me to the locker rooms to the local YMCA and taught me all of the positions I could need to learn. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> My ass still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! This one I'm going to try this one tonight. If you open your window at night and scream. You've got the touch into the darkness. Mike will always respond with, you got the power. <laughs> I can I can confirm this is true. Mm-hmm. It, it totally is. If you're Ooh, having uh, a bad day, Mike is always there to blow raspberries on your tummy to cheer you up. <laughs> I was once out of gravy for my mashed potatoes, and Mike showed up and put some mystery sauce on them. I don't know what it was or where he came from, but goddamn, is it delicious? Why am I seeing colors? <laughs> <laughs> That's Mike's uh, Mike milk. <laughs> Nutritious my, to cats. My special sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one I, I thought was kind of appropriate. I send a picture of my bowel movements to Mike every day, and he rates it. One out of ten stars. Mike doesn't know who I am, and we've never met, but he's a nice guy. <laughs> oh, here's here's a very short one, but uh, it's it's I I think it's po- it seems positive. It just says, "Mike touching my pee pee in the dark." I like you. <laughs> Boy, that Mike <laughs> is a swell guy. Your beloved Mike, congratulations. Apparently I do weird things in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> but they like you. <laughs> they like you long time. <laughs> oh shit. You guys ready for the All Jabroni Hall of Fame? Oh hell yeah. Yes. All right. Let's check. It was neck and neck last time I checked for the Hall of Fame. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I am always prepared for this podcast. Hall of Fame winner of this week is Bioglow Slump Thing. I won just barely beating Alien Liquid Venom. And again, for some reason, people just don't like Mighty Max. Mike, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. They don't know what they're missing. I'll go first. Seriously. This one, I can promise you, isn't going to win. But he's my favorite, and he's been on here before. 
It's Baltar, the knockoff He-Man guy, also known as Topknot, who has a tuft of hair on his top head and on the top of his head, and he's been painted in blackface as a wrestler. He's been given an eye patch. He's embarrassing, to say the least. But for whatever reason, I had him, and he was my go-to goon. I still have him. Um, he sucks, and he's still available at dollar stores and flea markets and garbage cans everywhere. Baltar. Yay. <laughs> uh, Josh, why don't you go next? Okay. Uh, you know what? Just because... Uh, now I am determined because people don't like Mighty Max to find a Mighty Max that people like. Yeah. Uh, I'm blanking on the name of it. Maybe one of you guys can help me. It was the Mighty Max uh, Dragon Island. Is that a jabroni like knockoff D-list kind of toy though? Oh no, sorry. We're we're going. Yeah. So uh, in such case, I'm gonna go with. You you know what. Can can we consider the McDonald's Mighty Max a jabroni? <laughs> sure. Because it's like you got Mighty Max at home because you got them at McDonald's. And it the, they never came out of the, the little horror heads. They just kind of stayed inside them. Yeah, exactly. It was like it it was exciting for a split second because it was just like, oh, Mighty Max and a Happy Meal. And then it was just like. Oh, it's one static piece. Oh, look, Mighty Max can run in a circle <laughs> around a Yeti. This thing, yay! <laughs> God, that's thanks, McDonald's. I really wanted a Mighty Max that was non-removable. Thank you. All right, so I, I have a question. Do do we want uh, like totally knockoff toys, or are we talking no. about like just? weird entries into any toy line weird entries in any toy line uh i mentioned baltar because it's like i asked for he-man and mm-hmm. i got baltar then then so, i i have to go with a very particular cobra vehicle that never made any sense to me but for whatever oh, reason i i played with it constantly but that's the cobra stun oh my god this thing vehicle but it makes no sense. Every character is out in the open, ready to get killed. And like the driver who is sitting in like the top seat with zero armor, when the front half splits, so the cannons can go and aim to the side, he's completely exposed. <laughs> like he can just get murdered. But this is also the same time that that vehicle that came with cross country came out. Oh, the havoc. Yeah. That like, they made no fucking sense. It has like it's got the golf cart flags on it too. Yeah. But it, at least with the havoc, it's like everybody other than you know cross country who sat on the top manning the cannons. Everyone else was kind of like in a position where they wouldn't get shot to death. They were like in the vehicle. This they're just all sitting out in the open, and then it opens up to be like, hey, look, here's a target. Kill our driver. It was so and- weird. I love that. See, driver. I'm I'm gonna say that it was a case of the Cobra driver. I don't know if it was a specific driver for that vehicle. Uh Motor Viper. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say it was a case of Motor Viper being so cocky that he wanted to be able to like flip the cockpit open and be like, Look, I'm not even wearing pants. Look at my dick. You can't hit me. 
<laughs> Wait a sec. How? Why did I never know they did a Dreadnought version of the stun? What? I just yeah. Apparently, this was in 2004. It was. Oh, I was a convention exclusive. Okay, but yeah, it's like a purple and neon blue stun for the Dreadnoughts. That's weird. Let me look at this right now, man. All those GI Joe convention exclusives. You know, it always all comes back to fucking Hasbro. Yep, fucking Hasbro. That is really cool looking. Um, you know, like this is the same time where you got uh, was it the Night Adder? There's a jet with a jet on top of it. Oh, the Night Raven. Night Raven. Yep, that's actually one of my favorite uh, Cobra jets because if you take the little like escape pod jet that made no sense that sat on top of it. You basically had two little, like you had a little tiny jet, and then you had like this massive, freaking uh, Cobra jet, and I love that thing. And the jet that like you had to lay down face down to fly it. Was it no? Because that one they set up. Um, no, the the tiny jet for the Night Raven that sat I, on the top, like the little black one, because I remember you had to put your head inside a little bubble and lay down inside of it. Did you have to? I don't remember that now. Because I thought that I thought that I thought the shark was the only one you had to do that with. Because I remember the shark. I thought that was ridiculous that they had to lay down. Yeah, but then in the cartoon, they sat up. <laughs> exactly. Which was just the dumbest thing ever. Uh, Cobra Night Raven. Night Raven was I think it was 86. I'm on Joepedia right yep. now. Da, 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 da. I mean, you you very well could be right. I just probably remembering it wrong here. See, I suddenly want, like, an all-new Cobra vehicle that's basically just based off of uh, Randy's huge balls from South Park. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's just, like, a little single mobile vehicle, and it's called the Cobra Ball Hopper. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) you know what I should have picked instead of the stun? I'm still sticking with the stun. But do you guys remember the G.I. Joe Coastal Defender? Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> this thing is like murder box. It's it's a small little box that you would hitch onto one of the other oh, vehicles. Oh god, that thing sucked. And then it would like transform open, and it was literally like a dude in a seat with a couple of missiles. Yes. <laughs> and it was like so you would you would just like take someone like Psych out, someone that nobody liked, drag him out to the coast, and leave him there in a seat with missiles. Oh, God, that's like clearly something a robot should have been doing. But nope. It was a manned vehicle. Just sent you guys pictures of something that just went up for pre-order on the Big Bad Toy Store. Yeah, I just saw that comes out next month. The Black and White Dracula. Oh, God, it's nice. Out of the town. I like how it's a different outfit. So they're kind of changing it up so they can kind of switch them back and forth again. Uh, Yeah. And this is like if I had to pick between two Draculas, I want this one. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is super cool looking. That's awesome. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Take my money, NECA. Take it right now. Uh, yeah, the Night Raven, you put your head inside of it, lay face down. The the mini one. Okay, yeah. I was remembering that wrong. The recon drone. See, I you know what I think I was getting it confused with is the actual Night Raven seat where they you have the two seats and then it like it lowers down out of the cockpit. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, that's where I was getting it confused with. Did you ever play with the movie one that came out? No, I wanted it, but I never got it. 
I was wondering how cool that was. I know it came with uh, a new version of Star Viper, and I kind of wanted that figure, but I never got him. Oh, man. I don't have enough space and money for all these. Yeah. Honestly, the, the movie toys, like, some of the vehicles were really good. Um, the the I forget what, what the Cobra Jeep was, but it was basically the, uh, like, it had the new motor Viper, and um, it was like a black Jeep that kind of transformed. Mm-hmm. It, was a re- it was a really good vehicle. And uh, then they had the, um, oh, God, I forget what it was called, too, but the weird wingless jet that's in the first movie, the Cobra Jet. Yeah. It was bizarre, but it was really fun. Damn it. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> See, we I, I really like, feel like, like pissed that we don't have the money. I really feel like so many of the, the different like G.I. Joe vehicles are, are so close to just being like, and that one there is the Cobra Cock Gobbler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, you're not wrong. <laughs> Over there, that's the Joe's American butt rammer. <laughs> Have you seen Baroness, Baroness's new hatchet wound? <laughs> that's oh, right. The America butt rammer rams, rams America up your butt. Joe style. <laughs> See now, r- real quick, the, the gunship, that's what it's called, the Cobra gunship, the wingless thing. Yeah. The thing I have to say that was really fun about it is it had the like it had this little hatch in the back where a bunch of figures could sit, mm-hmm. but it also had handholds on the bottom of the ship. And all I could think of is one of two things. I'm like, okay, it's cool if you have someone like say Snake Eyes or something grabbing onto it as it's taken off, trying to like break into the ship. But knowing Cobra, like some poor sap was hanging on the bottom of that thing. <laughs> like, all right, just fly him into combat. He's like, guys. <laughs> I'm open. I'm about the open here. Guys. That's right. Your name is Bomb now. <laughs> and they just drop him. I want to go home. Because Cobra doesn't care. <sighs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. And if you too have Mikey's awesome reviews, send them into the show. We'll read them on the air uh, <laughs> because we know there's more. If Mike has ever taken his pants off and give them to you uh, without asking, uh, if you have that story, we're trying to get confirmation that Mike once saved a school bus sinking into the ocean full of nuns and orphans. I'd like some details before I post it because I'm not sure if it's real or not. Yeah, but, and uh, I am going to need uh, at least at least one other source to verify the story of, of him stopping the stampede uh, by using his penis as a lasso. Yes. <laughs> that hurt. So I mean, I believe it. Stories, I just need verification. Just share them with us. Let them know. Let us know uh, so we can, you know, keep telling you about why Mike is the greatest man in existence. <laughs> we'll be back next week with more Mike stories, more toys, and more adventures from his goth leprechaun friend, I'm sure. <laughs> this is Mike saying, play with your toys. This is Josh saying, play with the Count's balls. And this is Mike saying, don't use your penis as a lasso. You got the touch! <laughs> you got the power! It's real! <laughs> yes! You caught me off guard. The Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Bye! Bye! Bye.
Count Creepy. Dot com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C O U N T K R E E P Y. Ah.